BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Super J Cast. I'm Joel, joined by David McDonald. David, how are you, my friend? We are great. It is a uh, lovely time here in the East Coast. Summertime. We're getting a big uh, heat wave, Joel. I don't know if you've heard about that. You probably haven't. Why would you? Who cares? <laughs> Only I care. I live here. Um, but yeah, it was like 110 degrees for like four days straight, and this is day two. How are you coping? What are you doing to survive this? I ain't doing fucking shit. Uh, I am sitting in my air conditioning in my uh, in my shorts, if you will. Actually, the the worst part about it is that the bar doesn't get cool. I know third was it first world problems? Is that what it was? Um, the bar doesn't get cool enough, so it struggles because all I got is one dinky little air conditioner. So. I don't know. I don't know. Are you and the missus on the same page when it comes to how warm or cool you like the house? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we do not fight over the thermostat. We do. We especially like it. I would dare to say cold when we sleep. I like to be snuggly. I like to. I like to snuggle. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? I like a comforter. I like, uh, and I do not like the first sign of being warm, even slightly warm in bed. I get very angry. Get very. I can imagine you like thrashing around <laughs> oh, in the bed, yeah. making sounds like Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just can't get comfortable. Uh, and then we have a thing uh, where we, I call it air conditioning. We, I believe, we both call it air conditioning. Um, not the air conditioning that we were talking about, but like, so uh, you're in the bed. This is not a sexual thing, by the way. You'll just FYI, um, but. You'll be underneath the covers, underneath the comforter, and uh, but you have to have one leg out. Do you do, you do that <laughs> just to stay cool? Yes, yeah, okay. th- yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right. So we're not insane. Good. All right. Good. See, we're on the same page. Yeah. No, we like it. Yeah. Cool. On, on on my side, uh, sometimes one hand under the pillow, one leg out uh, over the the blanket or the duvet or whatever you call it, and then one leg under. Yep. Yeah. I mean, are you a side sleeper? Uh, yeah, most of the time. Yeah, me too. Me too. I used to be a stomach sleeper, but that got incredibly large, so I, I can't. 
It's not as comfortable anymore. Uh, yeah, definitely size. And I, and I say this. Um, I have a pattern. Like, like so again, I take Ambien every fucking night, which is probably not the best thing in the world. But, ah, well, we're all going to die anyway. Um, and I have, like, a very small window. So I, I pop it. I got probably about half an hour, 15 minutes for half hour. But I know that it's going to be a terrible night of sleeping if if I do a full revolution. So if I sleep on my one side, that's usually it. Like just get it out one side, the serious sleeping side, it should be out. But if I'm not, and I got to flip over, and then I got to like a roll over again, I'm fucked. I know it. I, just, I might as well just get out of bed because it's just not going to fucking happen. This this has got to, this has to be the most riveting podcast. <laughs> I've I mean, just had, I've got there's a run in here as well. It's just this is this stinks already. <laughs> Three minutes in, I know. I mean, we are talking about how we sleep. Uh, well, it's better than uh, talking about Dallas ticket sales, right, Joel? <laughs> yeah, isn't it great? Um, and I'm sure we'll talk about ticket sales because you know why not? Um. Boy, I wish we. I wish. I wish we did a podcast about a hot product. <laughs> it would be so great. It would be so wonderful. But actually, you know, uh, we were coming out guns a blazing, as we're known to do, uh, with our sleep conversation. Uh, we did do a little checkup. Philly is Philly has come on strong. Philly is Philly is uh, as I knew they would. I was shocked by the early returns on those ticket sales, Joel. But. Um, it looks like they, they've bounced back. Philly's bounced back. I still have not gotten a ticket, by the way. Uh, I'm going to see what I can do to get press credentials, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't spending 150 bucks for a ticket. Um, so maybe I have to make some phone calls and see and get turned down. <laughs> no, man. We're not letting anybody in. Have a word with Chris Samsa. Big Chris. He, he usually can uh, handle things like that. Oh, is that right? Okay. Well, that's fine. I thought I could handle it. I thought I, I don't have a big enough name. Does Chris Samsa have a bigger name than Damon McDonald right now? Uh, no, no, but he's he's gone through these channels before, so he knows the ah. the, the right people. I, I'm, I'm assuming it's Rocky, right? Um, he told me who it was. Ah. God, this is <laughs> this riveting stuff over here. Let me check my. I think people are more interested about who to get uh, press credentials to from. Uh, no, I, they, I don't have the message history because we have the free version of Slack, which means ah. uh, messages prior to July 31st are not there. So, God damn it! Sorry. All right. Well, um, maybe maybe we'll hit him up and uh, ask him. You know, who do I got to talk to? I think I already talked to, but I talked to other people that. Ah, whatever. Who gives a fuck? I'll find a way to get in. I'll break in the building. I don't give a shit. I'll be <laughs> in there. I'm, seriously, how the fuck am I not going to be in there? I live ten minutes away. You know what I mean? Like it's just. But here's the thing, too, Joel. I forgot tickets even went on sale. Like there was, I don't know. I don't know where I don't know where I was. But it didn't feel like there was a lot of buzz for tickets being on sale. And maybe there was, and I just didn't say it. Um, I forgot all about it. <laughs> but then I texted you, and I was like, doesn't look like I'll have any problems. And then the next time I wake up this morning, I was like, everything's gone except like front row. Fuck me. I'll figure a way to get in. But it's two nights, too. Two nights, Saturday and a Sunday. You're going to do both? I don't fucking know, dude. Do I really want to commit myself to that kind of shit? You know what I mean? Because you, you know I'm going to be fucking banged up Sunday morning, <laughs> right? right? We know that. I don't know. We'll see. I gotta, you know what? I got to check. I got to check to see if there's a fucking Eagles game 
that Sunday. That's going to be a problem because getting getting to the twenty three hundred arena, it's right near uh, Eagles football stadium. If there's a home game, I number one. If there's a home game, I got to work. Um, let's check Eagles home schedule. Mm-hmm. Well, here it is. Twenty twenty one. What is this New Japan show? October blah blah blah. What is it? October twenty something. I'm literally doing a podcast about <laughs> me. <laughs> if I'm going to make a show, this stinks. Uh, Got to check the weather while you're at it as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right. No, I'm, listen, I'm already committed to the bet. I don't so like the look at these clouds, David. <laughs> <laughs> a, a cumulative little nimbus is swarming uh, in October. Uh, October 10th, they are the Philadelphia Eagles are away. They're at the uh, Carolina Panthers, Joel. So the 10th and then the 14th, they play th- oh Thursday night game. Ugh, they stink. I hate Thursday night games because it starts at 8.30 p.m. Doesn't mean That means I get out of there at like 2 o'clock in the fucking morning. Uh, they play those Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Fuck me. That's going to be a long night. Um, so, okay, no excuses there. I don't know. We'll see. Listen, if somebody wants to buy me tickets, <laughs> I'll sit next to them. How about this? How about, how about this, Joe? Buy me a ticket. Buy me a ticket. Buy me a beer because beer's got to be included in it. Uh, you sit with me. I'll give you all the dirt on Joel Abraham. I'll give you all his sexual fetishes. I'll give you. I'll give you it all. <laughs> That'd be great. That's that's people would be interested in that, right? You get to know. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll give those over for Strong Zero. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'll be like you'll get VIP access. Not only will you get VIP access to New Japan Pro Wrestling, like who gives a shit about that? You'll get VIP access to me. And I'll tell you what: if if you buy a ticket and a beer, maybe maybe I'll let you touch me inappropriately. How about that? Would that be all right? You can touch my private area through the pants, through the pants. Does that sound fun? Does that sound like a deal? Well, I'm looking at flights now, Kevin. I want to see if I can go over there. <laughs> fucking Christ. This show, man, I tell you, I'm always shocked when people fucking tell me they listen to this show because, boy, oh, boy, <laughs> this is nonsense. Um uh, uh, Where do you want to go? Like the Marines, though. Like, well, okay, sorry, not the Marines because – I not not too keen on the armed forces myself, but uh, I, I'm trying to think of an analogy. Like we are we are soldiering on um, through these dark days, a, a pretty bleak periods, and we're doing doing the Lord's work. We really are this podcast going because I think uh, lesser podcasters would have tapped out by now. But oh, yeah. here we are um, serving you this utter shite, and <laughs> you're still listening. So thanks. Right. I mean, we <laughs> talk about resurgence. <laughs> Let's jump right into it, Joel. Uh, yeah. Right. yeah. So for those uh, losers who are still listening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're still talking. I mean, let's put it this way. Who's more, of a, who's more of a loser, the person who listens to this or the person who does it at 6 o'clock in the morning and wakes up uh, at 5.30 to do it? I think I would be, right? I would be more of the person because I'm the one. Like this person can, you know, they're listening in their car, uh, at work, uh, on the train, what have you. Uh, at their own leisure, me and you, we 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 gotta we gotta carve out time to do this. We actually carve out time to do this. No, Dad uh, Esther, Daddy can't play with you because he's got to talk about the Super Junior Tag League. <laughs> oh God, <sighs> has that been uh, 
Has that been something else? Again, I don't know where you want to take us. Where do you want to take us today? Because there's plenty to talk about, Joel. Well, you you took us to um, the US first and ticket sales. Let's let's go with that. All right. um, we have Card Fight Vanguard Overdress oh presents God. Resurgence on uh, Saturday, August fourteenth, in the Torch at LA Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And I understand, David, you have a bit of news for any listeners who are going to be attending the show live. So I'm going to hand over to you to spill the beans on that. Oh, beans are being spilled. Well, first and foremost, I I, I cannot attend. Um, it is official. I, I had offers. I had offers for people to uh, bring me out um, on their dime, which was very kind. But I just, I just right now, my life is very hectic. Uh, I'm stay home and have a big wank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I got. I'm getting floors put in that, this weekend, and I promised. And if I if I bailed out, there would be hell to be paid uh, at the McDonald household. So. Um, for those of you guys and gals that are attending, let me tell you something. Uh, our good friend Estevan, uh, he he runs a little uh, fan club, right? Again, people kind of nitpick. <laughs> well, not people nitpick, but uh, you know, it's it's an unofficial podcast or unofficial um, uh, fan club. But I gotta be honest with you, the guy works so hard that it might as well be the fucking official fan club. I mean, not for nothing. So uh, if you're going out to L.A., by all means, he's got a schedule here that's going to rock your socks. Uh, First of all, I'll read it off here. Uh, Again, unofficial New Japan Pro Wrestling fan club. Uh, They've scheduled their meetups for New Japan Resurgence Weekend. Fan club will be holding meetups at certain venues, multiple venues, Joel, throughout the Los Angeles and Anaheim metro area. Uh, they got a scheduled event Friday, 6.30 p.m. You're going to head out. Oh, two. God almighty. Look at this guy. Listen to this, Joel. Friday, 6.30 p.m. Sunday, 1 p.m. So two nights right between the shows. Friday, 6.30 p.m. Sunday, 1 p.m. Uh, Angel Stadium in Anaheim. You get to go see Shohei Otani. Nice. And the Angels, as they take on those Houston Astros. That should be fun. Right? How many times are you going to go out there? Uh, so, they, again, two baseball games. You guys all can hang out, talk some pro wrestling, watch some baseball. Uh, secondly, you're not a baseball fan? This is all it is. Come to the uh, brunch meetup Saturday, 2 o'clock, at Fogo de Chow, the Brazilian steakhouse. Delicious in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, they will even be meeting after the resurgence show at a venue to be named later. Multiple things. So, again, what you want to do is just go to the fan club Twitter page. Uh, all events are complete uh, complimentary. However, uh, you do need to RSVP by direct messaging the fan club Twitter. So that's where you want to go. You want to check out the fan club for the unofficial New Japan Pro Wrestling fan club. It should be official for crying out loud. Uh, New Japan and the fan club wish for everyone attending events to remember that masks are required for all events. Uh, the fan club is teaming with New Japan to distribute masks. At the entrance. Why have you always got to make everything political, Damon? <laughs> Foisting your fucking left-wing agenda. Listen, God. Come on. Listen, you're going to get a free mask. Look, again, I'm reading this paragraph as it's written from uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling and the fan club wish for everyone attending events to remember that masks are required for all events. Uh, the fan club is uh, teaming with New Japan to distribute masks at the entrance to the torch. 
when gates open for resurgence. Come by our table to get a mask and receive more information about the fan club. So listen. Don't let TJP see you. <laughs> right. That's true, too. Yeah. Uh, but that sounds like a good time. Look, they got a lot planned. They got a lot going on. So again, uh, unfortunately, I will not unbe- unbe- able. I will unbe- able to make it. <laughs> I will unbe- able to make it. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, for those of you going, I mean, that seems like a good time. Get to hang out with some uh, people who enjoy New Japan Pro Wrestling. You get to talk about this great podcast and how great it is and uh, all that fun stuff. Great brunch couple of baseball games, so hit them up uh, on Twitter. Uh, again, I say the unofficial, but boy, oh boy, they should be the official. Uh, unofficial New Japan Pro Wrestling Fan Club. Uh, hit them up on Twitter, get all the details. Sounds like a good time this weekend. Certainly will be. Tickets, uh, very, very healthy sales there. There are, uh, according to WrestleTix on Twitter, there are only four tickets left. What? <laughs> yeah. So they have done a, a tremendous job shifting those. So, uh 2,248 tickets sold so far. So I, oh, damn, I'm so excited Fantastic. about getting 2.25 thousand fans in there screaming. If you're going, please just make as much noise as you can. And when you just like yell, yeah. just go fucking mental, make as much noise as you can, because I need, I need to watch a new Japan show that has uh, a noisy crowd. So I'm, I've gosh, when's the last time we got a noisy crowd? Noisy crowd? Think about like oh. friggin'. Was it Nakanishi's retirement? Was that the last <laughs> yeah. time we had? Yeah, you're probably it's right. Wild, isn't it? Or that or Tiger so, Tori. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we are going to be opening Resurgence with, so we're, we're two days away from this show, Thursday, Friday, and the show's on Saturday. Uh, a dark match, 7.30 p.m. start. Participants to be announced. So thanks for that, New Japan. <laughs> uh, yet to announce a dark match. Uh, first match will be the Alex Coglin Open Challenge Series. Alex Coglin taking on Carl Fredericks. Yeah. So uh, this should be a really good one. You know, he's a showcase of two of the uh, prime talents coming out of the LA Dojo. Alex Coglin, I think, you know, technically still a young line. So we're expecting Carl Fredericks to win this, but uh, a huge spot for both of these young men to show how much they've improved in front of uh, an audience who might not have seen them before. Yeah, it's uh, this will be this will be the first. U.S. Correct, in front of crowds for those guys, right? Don't you think? I, I'm almost certain, right? Well, I, Cole has worked a few indie shows uh, in right, front of right, fans. Right. I'm talking under the, the strong banner. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, they got to they gotta go berserk, this crowd. This, I would – ah, I hope so. They will. They're – first of all, you, you kind of felt like this, this was going to be a decent crowd. Um, and I, I even said like, I, it's going to sell out. It's going to sell out <laughs> and they're going to open up the building from what I understand too, for two to standing room only. She's like, I told you they would. It's pro wrestling. They're going to, they're going to throw as many chairs as they can in that fucking building. They're going to make a run to home Depot and just buy every folding chair they possibly can shove it in that goddamn building to get asses in there, get a ticket sale. Uh, that's just, that's a pretty decent, solid opening match. And you know they're going to be raring to go. That, I mean, on a show that sounds pretty sexy on paper, all things considered, that might be the one that steals the show. The opener. You know? I mean, again, figure they're going to want to go out there and just go balls of the wall. That's going to be the hardest thing is for them to not go balls of the wall. Because they're going to be amped up. The crowd's going to be fired up. Everybody's going to be psyched to go. 
They got to they gotta find a way to reel it in. That's where you're going to see what they've learned. Because if the, the, it, that match could very easily, Joel, turn into a, a just a gigantic spot a roof fest. If they don't take a breath, calm it down, slow it down, and, and actually have a match. But that's going to no, be- I disagree. My, my advice is to go nope. completely mental. <laughs> you know, King's Rose is dropping each other in your heads. <laughs> 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to burn out this crowd, right? This crowd is not there to be burned out. That's for sure. They're there for all of it. They they seriously want to start out just fucking get, get yeah drop everybody drop everybody everybody gets dropped on their head two thousand people are gonna just fall on their heads <laughs> that's what it's gonna be all you're gonna hear is clunking sound of uh, heads hitting the pavement uh all right go go all out that, I'm, I'm serious I be I will be so disappointed Joel if that crowd is sitting on their goddamn hands. They won't. No, I, do, I think Alex Coughlin is the kind of wrestler who is going to get that crowd on their feet making noise because the, the, he's to some of his power spots where he can just pick guys up, just deadlift, deadlift German suplexes, gut wrenches, just ragdolling guys around. I, and I fully expect him to be doing that to Carl Fredericks. And I think we might see the, the makings of a, a, a star over here with Alex Coughlin. I really like him. They got the opportunity, man. They got the opportunity opening match. With a hot crowd, take they could they could really they could put a spotlight on themselves. That's a lot. Of, I don't want to say that's a lot of pressure too to be that opening match. You know, the the first one back live crowds. That's a little bit of pressure. A little bit of pressure. That's oh, going to be fun. All right, so that's going to be great. All right, what else is on this show? Second match, I'm really looking forward to this one. We've got a six-man tag match. On one side, we have Rocky Romero, Fred Rosser, and Wheeler Utah, mm-hmm. And on the other side, we have Renarita, Clark Connors, and TJP. So mm-hmm. these kind of matches are often my favorite part of Strong. When you have the, not necessarily young, but you know those hungry guys who've got a point to prove. You know, well, Rocky's always great. Fred Rosser, you know, he wants to go out there in front of fans and prove that he's not a WWE reject. He belongs in New Japan. He's worthy of the contract. Wheeler Utah, guy who's making waves in, in the independence and in AEW as well. He's got his whole career ahead of him. Likewise, Clark Connors, Renarita from New Japan Dojo. TJP, you know, love him or hate him. His wrestling, I find entertaining and engaging. So you've got six guys here who I think are going to go out there. Probably not, you know, this is not going to be the longest match. Maybe, you know, 12, 30 minutes, but I think they could really put on an, an incredibly fun, high-paced, high-flying match here. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, everybody, everyone can shine. Like, this is the benefit of the of the multi-man tag, is that everybody can get their shit in. Everyone can shine. Uh, you know, get in, get out, do your, do your thing. Um, like, this is the match. <laughs> like, I'm, I, you know, I say, open up, go hot, go balls to the wall, but Here's the thing too. You kind of want that with this one too, and they and they have the people that could really be fun. I mean, Rosser with some power spots and and Rocky. Yeah, sorry, I, I will jump in just see if you've been following strong lately. Rosser and Renarita have been clashing heads a bit, so yep. that will be a, a pairing to watch out for in this match. Yep, absolutely. And Rocky doing his you know signature spots and look, this 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 will be very good too. And again, they'll keep it short, keep it a sprint. But they have the opportunity to do though that that you know everybody hits their hits their shit you know toward the end of the match you know 
Mm. I mean, there's a time and a place for the 36-minute six-man New Japan match, but this isn't it. No, no. This is a 10-minute, you know, hit your spot, boom, bail out of the ring, boom. You guys hit your spots, powder out. You guys hit your spots, powder out. You know, a couple false finishes here and there. Yeah. I mean, that's that, That's what this should be. What, you know what's mo- most exciting about all this, Joel, is that we, we're A, we're talking about a live pro wrestling event. B, like we're excited for things that are, I guess maybe normally we, I don't I wouldn't want to say hand wave, but like just the idea of, again, the, these matches being performed in front of a live crowd and what's the crowd going to react to and what's the crowd going to be like and what's, like it's it feels fresh to me. Like it feels like something that's that's um you know, there's a there's an extra element of excitement. Not only are we talking about okay, what does this what are the implications? Implications. The implications. Uh implications uh for strong and all the storyline stuff. Fuck all that. Like how are live crowds gonna react to these guys? Going at it, and and again, how are they going to pace a match, and how are they going to control the crowd? And it's interesting. A lot of these guys haven't wrestled in front of a live audience in fucking months. It's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. All right, what's next? Next match is a special tag match: the tag team turbulence winners, Good Brothers, Machine Gun, Carl Anderson, and Doc Gallows against John Moxley and a mystery opponent oh, mystery, X. So this is one I, I'm a bit nervous about. I've not seen any evidence that the Good Brothers are capable of putting on the quality of tag team match that I expect from New Japan. Um, I think they're fine, perfectly fine, adequate TV wrestlers. They got that down pat. You know, nice little three star match here and there. But I want more uh, from a New Japan Pro Wrestling tag team. You know, despite all the, uh, the much maligned tag division, but. Uh, yeah, a bit nervous about this one. Um, and Moxley's partner, I don't know, you know, some people saying Eddie Kingston. Okay. I, don't, I have no idea who it could be. Have you got any thoughts on that and your thoughts on the match? I mean, it would be cool if it was just like a one-off guy, you know. And Eddie Kingston would be fun, wouldn't it? Um, that would really pop the crowd. I think the crowd would love that for him to show, show up. And the, the story's there, you know, the pair of them have got history on AEW. That would be that would that would be that would be pretty spectacular, right? Um, I like the fact that it is a little bit of a surprise, right? I like the fact that there is speculation, because 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 I I even think to some degree the speculation is underplaying it. Like, what if it's a if, if it's a decent name, like even. Shibata. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, wouldn't that be – seriously. If that were – I mean, again, we're out of our skulls right now. But if that were Shibata, I think people would would ejaculate all over the ring. I, I think it would just be pants down, just – they would go mental. I would go mental. I would be in my living room jacking it. To that? Holy fuck. But okay, what are we doing? We're, talk- we're talking about Shibata. That's not happening. Right? Just look, stop. No, shut up and eat your good brother's match. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Uh, right. Imagine Shibata in a fucking match and it's Carl Anderson, <laughs> Doc Gallows. <laughs> Rolling ringside, Doc Gallows, <laughs> ramming him into the guardrail. Oh, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> right, right. We're sitting here like the, the, the Shibata could have came back against Kenta. He could have, you know, all those times where we were like, oh, you know, he think he he got physically involved, and they're gonna do this. Shut up, Jay Cast. You fucking nuts. Uh, Eddie Kingston's probably. I'll I'll go there. And I here's the thing. I'll go there. I don't know that's the case. Uh, and I'll still be excited when I see him. How about that? That'll be that'll be excellently fun. And again, do you think they'll announce it beforehand, or do you think it's going to be like Moxie saying, and my partner is"? And I better be. I, the- I want my part. Well, here's the problem with my partner is. It, it really depends on who it is. Because if they're still scrambling for a guy, <laughs> right, and it turns out to be a dud, you do, that's the worst thing in pro wrestling is, and my mystery partner is this guy, and this guy comes out, and the crowd's just like, what the fuck? Marty Skull. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so you, you got to make sure that that's a name that people will be like, oh, all right, let's go. Um because if it's not, you announce that beforehand, please. And Can I just like don't book Marty? Yeah, like, so to be clear. Japan's listening to this and saying, "Oh yeah, go, call Marty, get him in." Yeah. To be clear, do not call him. Um, you would, I mean, just don't do it. Uh, yeah, they got to make sure it's a good name if they do they do do something good. But again, even if I, I like the idea of not knowing until music hits and shit like that, so. Um, it, do you know is is Kevin Kelly doing the live live uh, broadcast from there? I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know either. I might have to hit him up. Say hey, get me in twenty three hundred number one. Uh, is it um, the the artist formerly known as Aiden English doing comms for this one as well? I forget the fella's name. Let me look it up. Uh-huh. Do you know who I mean? No. What? So he he used to wrestle in WWE. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really know don't. what his name is now. I don't know. Uh, I don't even think I mean, who's commentating on New Japan show? I think so. Are you sure? Are you high right I, now? <laughs> <laughs> How many edibles did you take before you fucking did this show? <laughs> I'm. You got Google it. Let me listen. I don't. I, I don't know what, it, No, you got to look it up. No, you you've committed to the bit now because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But you, so you got to you got to you got to save yourself. I, I don't have a life preserver on this one. I don't. Ha- I can't throw you a fucking life jacket. Yeah, Matthew. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Rewalt mm-hmm. at Drama King Matt. And yeah, he's been doing some stuff with Impact. Okay. Um, I'm. And he's I'm doing scrolling through his. He's doing yeah. this show? Yeah. With Kevin Kelly? Uh, like, I would text Kevin Kelly right now, but, like, it's 6 o'clock in the morning, and I'm sure the last person he wants to hear from is me asking, hey, is he doing your commentary? I don't know if he's taking it. I think he was doing it alongside someone. Yeah. Oh man, this is such shit audio. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's great. I love it. <laughs> I'm just scrolling through his Twitter. I don't know what's going to be the, the the fastest way for me to find this out. Maybe I'll ask someone on the Voices of Wrestling Slack. Is there somebody know. up 
at six o'clock. Oh, well, again, it's different time zones, of course. Okay. Is is Aiden English doing comms for Resurgence? I always spell Resurgence wrong. I'll be too. I can't spell anything. I'm, 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 I, I sometimes I think. Well, never mind. Okay, yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, Fight TV. Kevin Kelly, Alex Kozlov, and uh, yeah, this fellow, Drama King Matt, wow. on the English call for a world changing night when it comes to New Japan in the US. So, yeah, we're going to have a three man <laughs> Kevin Kelly, and <laughs> yeah, Kozlov and wow. Matt Raywald. Okay. Oh, listen. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a three man booth that I never thought I would hear, but all right, let's give it a shot. What the fuck? All right. Uh, what are we at? Fourth match? Fourth? Yeah, fourth match. So th- this is a really interesting one. We've got a 10-man tag match. Jesus. One side, we have Leo Rush, Brody King, Chris Dickinson, Fred Yehai, and Yuya Uemura, mm. who I assume is now going to be making his uh, excursion in the States, as we predicted yes. uh, last week, yeah. against Team Filthy. So Tom Lawler, JL Kratos, Danny Limelight, and the newly recruited uh, West Coast Wrecking Crew, Jarrell Nelson and Royce Isaac. So... Mm. Again, I think there's a lot of uh, juice to this one. If you've been watching Strong, there's a lot of uh, storylines going into this and the beef between the, the various characters. You know, Brody King and, and Chris Dickinson have been squaring up against Team Filthy in recent weeks. Leo Rush has uh, declared himself the next challenger for Tom Lawler's strong openweight title. Did he retire? Um, <laughs> I just, I don't know. <laughs> Didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> I've just taken all that with a pinch of salt. It's very, very confusing what Leo Rush's status is. So I say just yeah. <laughs> don't waste any time. Uh, is he retired? Is this one of the dates that he said he was contractually obliged to fulfill before he can properly retire? Is he clear now? Who gives a shit? Yeah. Let's <laughs> just enjoy the hey, I'm going to make an announcement, Joel. Uh, in December, uh, I'm going to be celebrating Christmas. Just FYI. <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why are you telling me that in august uh well you know (laughs) i just want you guys to be ready that i'm going to retire you know seriously i'm just gonna let you know that i'm retiring from pro wrestling oh we're never gonna see you again oh no 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 you'll see me for at least two years (laughs) i I have contractual obligations okay well why don't you just tell me a month before (laughs) that ends no 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 i'm gonna tell you now that i'm retired and i'm and i'm uh, but you'll see me but so so we're not gonna see anymore no Two years, at least, until I decide I'm going to wrestle again. Okay. All Did right. you see Chris Charlton's tweet? No, what? It was like uh, the, the year is 2040. Uh, veteran Leo Rush has just wrestled his like 15th <laughs> best of the Super Juniors. And uh, the crowd are chanting, one more year, one more year. No one knows where this bizarre uh, <laughs> ritual originated. <laughs> Uh, Chris with the little I don't know this is serious right because Leo Rush said he couldn't uh, he, his, he, his shoulder was so painful that he couldn't pick up his child couldn't couldn't hold them right uh, but I, I tried that excuse with Mally and she wasn't having it you know Esther's walking out <laughs> crying <laughs> I can't my shoulder you know I've, I've retired I've got my contractual <laughs> just pick up that fucking child <laughs> yeah yeah I can't imagine it going over very well but isn't that the weirdest thing it's like I, again I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call my 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 uh, yeah um I'm I'm leaving uh, I'm I'm gonna move on to uh, greener pastures oh well Damon um so this is your two week notice oh no 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 this is my two year notice <laughs> <laughs> no I'll be I'll be I'll be around I'll, two years yeah 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 two years two years the fuck 
All right. Well, and then every single day you come in like, oh, you know. This, yeah, I got this. It's getting really awkward. <laughs> I got I to gotta start slowing it down a little bit because, you know, two years from now, it's going to be yeah, fucking ridiculous. We've got to cherish this time we have together. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Joe, I just want to let you know I'm retiring from this Super JKS in two years. We'll have a <laughs> countdown. And- lucky if we make it past fucking October, my friend. <laughs> I know. Hey, <clears throat> speaking of which. Um. Two kids. Two kids. Are you uh, excited? Terrified. Yeah. Absolutely terrified. Yeah. I keep trying to tell myself, you know, when Esther's running circles around us, often quite literally, that this is just the start. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is easy mode. <laughs> yeah. Oh. My my only saving grace would be that, like I'm praying that by that point things are a bit better in Bangkok and things have opened up a bit so yeah. we can go out, you know, maybe get a nanny or, or some someone to help us. Yeah. But if it if it's still sort of quasi lockdown like this, then we're fucked and this podcast is fucked. So. Hear that guys? You hear that everyone? No more you you're not gonna know my sleep patterns. <laughs> I'm start <laughs> I don't know. Honestly <clears throat> if if you said Oh, we're done. I can't do it anymore. I just, it just, I, I will not be able to do a show. I don't think I would do. I, I think I would just vanish from thin air. Like I would be no. I wouldn't do another show. I wouldn't do anything. I would just be like, all right, that's it. And and I. You're be, one of these people like. Me, sorry, you're one of these people like me who, um, when you make plans to do stuff like social plans with friends, and then if they cancel. Then you're secretly relieved. Oh, you have no yes. idea. Show <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> you are you kidding me? Are you? I, I am the king of that. I invented that. Uh, yeah, I am. Yes, one hundred thousand percent. There was a thing where um, uh, somebody had planned something. For, it it was like like months away. And I was, and I, and I kind of gave the verbal. All right, yeah, all right. Let's see what we do when we, when we get closer. Blah blah blah. And even that, I was like, oh, did I just do? I have to fucking put this in my calendar. Oh, I mean, I'm going to dread it. Oh, I, I, I am that guy. So yes, um, no, no. Uh, there, I'd be like Marlon Brando. I would just fall off the face of the earth. You'd never hear from me again, except for a couple appearances on Letterman. That'd be about it. That's what I would do. Nobody's going to get that. Hey, uh, what else we got for this research? I love the fact that you always do that. If a joke just stinks and bombs, you let it sit. You let it, you let it fucking simmer. I love that. I love that about you. That you, do, you, don't, you don't just go in and try and save yeah, me. Hang in the end like the oh, bad fuck yeah, that it is. You just, let it, you just let it fucking stew. And then there's this awkward silence. I love that. I love when you do that. When I fucking shit the bed and you just – you don't even point at it. You just – No, I'm laughing. I'm guffawing. <laughs> I'm hooting and hollering, but I'm on mute so the listeners can't hear it. Right, right. You just stare at the, at the, the, the shitty sheets – and you just with a disapproving look on your face. It's great. All right. Uh, next match. Uh, I was just going to, uh, yeah, Yuya. Mm. Yuya excursion in the States. Yeah. That's good. That's exciting. Loads of great things he could do there. He can work strong. He can work independence. He can maybe work some dynamite. Uh, I'm excited for that. Yeah. I think it's a great spot for him. Yeah. It's already, it's already beginning. 
the the excursion. You can't you can't uh can't not not be excited by that. Uh, next match then is what are we on the fourth match now? Oh no, fifth match. Yeah. Fifth match. Uh singles match, Tomohiro Ishii against Moose of Impact Wrestling. Wow. Didn't see that one coming. Nope. Certainly not. And here's the thing, the guy, you know, he has experience. Did, did I thought he wrestled Ishii before, didn't he? In Corgan? Am I out of my mind? I could have sworn. I know he wrestled Okada in Vegas because I was there. Uh, I could have sworn he wrestled Ishii. And for whatever dumb reason, why do I have this in my head that it was in Corkin? I don't know. Maybe we'll cage match that. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of into it. I might have been more into it, say, like three years ago. That's for sure. You know, when he was making waves in Ring of Honor. But I'm kind of excited for it. Uh, truth be told, I haven't really seen a lot of moose in, in Impact. I remember I, I, I ever, ever tell you about the conversation I had with him? No, he didn't. All right. So I went to London, England. You're familiar with that, with that, uh, that town. Um, and lo and behold, I went uh, and there was a wrestling show that week. Now, I, I promise you on my grave I did not plan this, but there were there was a wrestling show, and it was I forget the name of it, but it was like a weird like lucha inspired name for the promotion, and I think Osprey had something to do with it, and uh, whoever else is you know running shows out there. But anywho, Moose was on this show, and I'm talking to him, and we were talking a little bit about New Japan and blah blah blah, and he was like, "Dude, I gotta be honest with you, I work like." You know, two or three times a month. This was when, like, Impact had no TV and they had no, like, they were running just, like, shows, like, three shows a, a month, if that. He was like, I'm making six figures working, like, two shows a month. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with this. I was like, all right, you got a good point. Jesus Christ. But yeah, he was, he was just like, I, I mean, the, he's like, the New Japan stuff was fun. Yeah, like he, I mean, he, he enjoyed his time there. He, he didn't put down the promotion, but he was like, "I'd be stupid to not to to turn down that kind of money that TNA was throwing around at the time." Like you remember, like he saw they they signed him, they got Elgin, they got a bunch of people, and he was just throwing fucking money around like it was willy nilly, and he was making. I found the match by the way. This is uh in May 2016. Ishii defeated. Moose at uh, ROH New Japan World of Worlds. Boom. But that was in Michigan. Boom. There you go. I knew it happened before. Fucking, man, I am brilliant. <laughs> I can't believe you are. <laughs> You've got a great memory. How, no, I had the worst so, memory. I couldn't even tell you what I fucking, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I remembered that. Because it wasn't a fan, like, it wasn't this unbelievably spectacular match. I don't know how I remembered it, but yeah, okay. So there you go. That happened before. Um, okay, so Moose. I'll go back and see some other interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, this one from 2015. Ghetto and Moose defeat Silas Young and Takaki Watanabe. Whatever happened to him? Mm, yeah. <sighs> Whatever did happen to him. I miss him. <laughs> I miss him. Uh, and I, eyeliner wearing Jay Brown. Um those were some weird shows, man. 
like when you look back, like I was going through uh, my hard drive and I had a whole bunch of pictures from Ring of Honor shows. Like there's New Japan Ring of Honor shows. And some of the people that are on, you know, all those Ring of Honor people from, you know, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole and Bobby Fish and Briscoes and, uh, you know, it was there was a tag match with fucking Shinsuke and Liger against, I think it was the Briscoes. Um, just weird, sh- like Kushida's on these shows and Goto's on these shows, which is weird. Like, like I think one of these matches was like Elgin against uh, Naito. This was even pre- this was pre Los Ingo Bernables Naito, um, just shit like that. You're just like, oh my god, these matches were fucking ridiculous. Anyway, so here we go. We're turning back the hands of time with Ishii and Moose. I don't know. I have a good feeling about this. I think it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, so do I. I think anytime Ishii is in a singles match, you're going to get something fun. Even though, you know, some people find his style a bit uh, one note. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. And I think the crowd are going to be into it. This is going to be one that's going to get people making a lot of noise. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we have a double main event, 60-minute time limit, oh my God. never open weight championship match. Jay White with his first defense against David Finley. So, mm. of course, uh, these guys have a long history together in the dojo together. And it was... Results stacked heavily in favor of Jay White, but David Finley did get a big win over Jay in the New Japan Cup earlier in the year. So, do you think he pulls another upset and wins the Never Open Weight title here? Mm. I think they both sit in the ring and just complain about COVID lockdowns. <laughs> yeah, and refuse to take part in the most prestigious uh, wrestling tournament in the whole world. Yeah, you know, that's what I think. That that They'll just grab two chairs and complain <laughs> about sitting in a hotel room for a week. Huh. Um, what, what do you think about that? Let's, I, let's, it, it, it infuriates me. No, yeah, I, honestly, I don't know if, if you really do want to know that because it, it it really infuriates me that that your job as a pro wrestler, um, working for the company that, let's be honest, trained you, um, you and again, we're we're a lot of assuming here. You know, I have had no conversations with any of these the parties involved here, but. If we are to believe that there is an issue with traveling and the inconveniences of COVID and you're going to complain that you don't want to be in G1 because you don't want to quarantine because you have no problem wrestling in Texas where they don't even have fucking hospital beds at this point and uh, children are dying. But okay, aside from that, that you're, you're good to wrestle. So we're not going to we're not going to say it's 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 COVID. It's the fact that you're inconvenienced. Um, I don't know mm, unless there's information I'm missing. Kind of uh, kind of leaves a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. Especially for someone like again, we don't know the circumstances, but someone like Finley, who has been knocking at the door for years and you know desperate for opportunities, gets that big break. You know, huge win over Jay White. Uh, I think it was a Korakuen Hall in the New Japan Cup. Great match against Will Ospreay and thinking, yeah, you know, this guy's finally about to pull a seat up at the big boys table. And then to not want to be in the G1, I don't know how wise that is. And look, here's, you know. and here's the thing. Like, I know that 
you know, the whole story of, okay, yeah, uh, some people went to the airport, they tested positive, that meant they had to stay. And trust me, I get how that could be a fucking monkey wrench in, in life. I get it. And how much of a pain in the fucking ass that had to be, right? That, I mean, imagine you're packed, you're ready to go home, you get a test, you pop a positive, and guess what? You're not going home. Uh, I get that. You, you got to get over that, though. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I to me, you got to get over that. I, I, I don't, I don't know. And again, the problem is, is that you, you know, you have no problem wrestling in Texas. You know, it's so it's not about doesn't. It, and again, I, I haven't had a conversation with any of these gentlemen, so um, I am speculating and assuming and all of that. But I don't know. I, I, all I know is I'm talking to a guy on the other side of the world that spent that that his whole fucking life has been ripped up, living in a goddamn hotel room, uh, and yet still found a way to do a fucking podcast that he doesn't get paid to do. Uh, and we got people who get paid to pro wrestle for the company that is based in Japan, but we don't want to spend a week in a hotel hmm. for the again one of the biggest events that this company puts on. Okay. 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 Yeah. And then meanwhile, you got a guy like Chase Owens who is in Japan uh, eating everyone's lunch at the moment. <laughs> mm, delicious. All right. So, yeah. So, do I care about Finley and White? That's the question, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, looking I on the flip side, you, you could say that Jay White is a guy who, you know, he's a big name and a useful star that New Japan can have around for running these US shows. So I expect him to retain and he can be, you know, the flagship. Oh, look, here's our big star in the US to headline these shows. I'm going to say something. Might not like Joel, but I'm going to say it anyhow. I don't miss either of them. I don't miss either of them. I'm not, I'm not that upset. All right, how, on a scale of one to 10, how upset are, are you? that Jay White is not going to be in G1. I don't think that style works as well in front of the clap crowds. So, yeah, I'm not shedding any tears over it. I'm really not. Me neither. David Finley. You upset that David Finley, the possibility of a David Finley in G1? Uh, Irritated more than upset because, again, I feel that was a big chance for him to stake his claim and, 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 you know, be a serious, not, you know, title contender, but someone in the, the, with the solid mid card spot in the company and he's blown it. I don't worry about it. There's plenty of places where he can be a mid carder. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, while, while we're on the topic here, I'm going to just quickly change uh, direction here. Juice Robinson. Uh-huh. Should we be worried about him? Because, he cannot be found on this card with a search party. Oh. Uh, he, you know, so he's not on this card at all. You would think someone like Juice Robinson that they would want to feature. He has done nothing with New Japan since March. Um, he, he lost in the first round of the uh, New Japan Cup to Kenta, did a bunch of tags, and then he's just been fucking around on impacts in, in their tag division. Uh, this is something I found out today. I was absolutely stunned. Uh, when I discovered this, uh, he has a singles match that's, uh, hold on a second. Let me, let me get this right here. Right. 
So this was uh, in July or September. I don't know how the American date system works. All right, so it's, 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 it's month first. So you, it's oh nine oh seven. Oh nine okay, is so August. Will... August seventh. No, September seventh. Oh, you're right. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, he wrestled a time limit draw with Enzo. A year ago? No, this year. Well, September hasn't happened, Joel. Okay, well, maybe it's July then. What is if it's cage match? Then maybe, it says 09072020. Okay, yeah, so then they're doing European. Yeah, so that's July. Okay, July, so July. July what? Ninth. Ninth. All right. Again, the most interesting podcast in the world. <laughs> <laughs> is that August or? But is that, is that not shocking to you that he yeah. had a time limit draw with Enzo? Time limit draw. And. Uh, um, impact. He has a clean loss recently to Chris Bay, mm-hmm. who was positioned in New Japan as a junior. I t- what is going on with this guy? Yeah, that's fu- that's that is that is that is weird. Like I'm just more like a time limit draw, and they were both like, "Yeah, let's do that." <laughs> and like, how long was his time limit? Which is like fifteen minutes. Th- how long? Fifteen minutes. Oh, a fifteen minute time limit. Well, I, I gotta be honest with you. If, if I'm juice, I'll be like, I'm not fucking lying down to Enzo. And I bet you Enzo was like, I'm not lying down the juice. <laughs> Deep minute draw. <laughs> Neither guy could go over. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> How far he's fallen, man. There, there was a, a moment, you know, oh, after that, the, the match he wrestled with Jay White, you know, the US title one in the States. And it's just like, wow, this guy's a fucking star. And then it just seemed, I don't know what went wrong. Last year's G1, he was not good. Some yeah. people said he was out of shape. Lost his big spot in Wrestle Kingdom with a supposed uh, orbital injury. Uh-huh. I don't know. It doesn't look good for Juice, does it? Uh, it means it feels like he, he's getting lapped, right? He's getting lapped. What do you mean? What, are you trying to tell me the Blues Brothers? Ring attire that that didn't put him over the top. People weren't people weren't clamoring still. That was the funniest thing when you saw people getting like doing. You know, there are people that just get excited over anything. It's just, it feels like I mean, and and the criticism could be we don't over anything, but 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 I think we do anyway. When people were like, oh, you know, that's really cool because it you know it should, uh, like stop it. That is not. It looks ridiculous. Ah, uh, he looks like he's in the specials for crying out loud. Little uh, so uh, little circling stuff. back to this, uh, Jay White, David Finley, you not don't really care. I uh, truth be told, I don't, and uh, and maybe because I'm a little sour on both those guys right now. Got a little, you know, I don't know. I'm not, uh, and truth be told, I don't really. It doesn't do anything for me. It could be a good match. I, I bet, I bet you'd be good. It better be good, because because to me, this is this is kind of like a do or die for. At least one of those people in that ring. Let's put it that way. And then our uh, double main event two is the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship match with the champion Lance Archer with his second defense against Hiroshi Tanahashi. So uh, Dad Bod God John says, how likely is it show favorite Lance Archer retains against Tana or is this a way to get the IWGP title on a New Japan talent? Wouldn't it be easier 
would it be better, sorry, for someone like Lance who is on TV weekly uh, to see it? <laughs> he's piled ticket so, for he's piled ticket for Lance. He's a big Lance guy. <laughs> he you know he I mean? loves Lance. He loves Lance. He's yeah, number one fan. Yeah, uh, I could I can see the the merit of both because. Well, you have these shows in Texas coming up and having oh, God, Lance featured Are heavily as... No, Stop. No, no. Have okay. you taken a look at those ticket sales? Speaking of ticket sales? Uh, yeah, so I've got it here. So yeah. uh, New Japan Autumn Attack, night one, September 25th in the Curtis Colwell Center, Garland, Texas. Uh-huh. Uh, tickets sold 9%. I'm sorry, what? 9, 9%. Oh, wow. Uh, so they've sold what? One, they've sold 125 tickets, wow. and there are uh, 1,262 still available. Whew, I'm looking at it right now, Joel. There's a lot. There's a lot of colors there. Gray would mean that the seat is sold. Oh, boy, I see a. Uh, it's like a rainbow. Oh my goodness gracious! What what is it with this company and Texas? What what? First of all. Again, let's be very clear. Texas right now is a – and not that they give a shit. I mean, well, some people do in Texas. Uh, but again, whatever the case may be, it's – it's the COVID's running rampant out there, Joel. It is a proverbial shit show. So that's number one. Number two, this, this company has no foothold in this market whatsoever why do we continually try to run this market we didn't learn our lessons with dallas we're going to like i just feel like sometimes this company is just completely tone deaf like i, I was also sorry i was talking about this with uh, booze leprechaun and uh she points out that well number one the, the Taping is just, they're not very sexy. We don't have lineups announced for them. Right. And it's the middle of September right. when football season is in full bloom between high school, collegiate, and NFL. And that's a religion. And, that is a religion, yeah. let it be known. Go ahead. Yeah. And yeah, this is the, you know, Fort Worth. It's not exactly a hotbed of wrestling, is it? No. No. And, and we're talking like it's Dallas. Yeah. Okay. It's technically like in the Dallas area, but this, to call Garland, Texas, Dallas. Uh, let me look at Garland, Texas. Like it's still a hike. It's like you're not quite. Garland's a very small Texas town. It's not. This is not a a a bustling uh area. All right. So again, so you have Dallas. We'll call it a circle. But Garland is like the upper right, like near Plano, Texas. And again, they can draw from Dallas. It, 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 it technically you can. They just, oh, I don't understand. Like, what is the what is the allure for this company for running shows here? They got to get it dirt cheap. I, I, I or, there's got to anywhere else in the fucking country. You know what? It, I, I truly believe, and I don't know this to be the case, but. I mean, Dallas is a major airport hub, so maybe they get flights cheaper here as as a central look. I just don't know. Like, I just feel like there's a million other places they could run unless they're getting some type of money deal. Um, we had a question, sorry, from Jimmy. This is the current state of ticket sales for Texas and Philly, mate. You guys think they might move the shows to smaller venues? I don't think it's a question of the no. size of the venue. It's just location, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's – I can't say it's in the middle of nowhere, but, yeah, I mean, it's – it's a weird spot. 
I mean, they, they have events at this location. Um, no, I just think that the product is not what they think it is in this market. And I can't believe they would they would do this again. Let's add to that. Again, cheapest tickets to this to these events where you're getting Jay White and Leo Rush and Hikaleo and you know cheapest is is 30 bucks to get in the building. And again, add your fees and all that shit. Uh 150 bucks a ticket. 150 bucks. I wanted that to sink in. For for this, you're not getting Okada and Naito and and uh, 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 Abushi or Shingo or you're getting Leo Rush, Hikaleo, and you're getting this with no TV. Right? They don't have a TV. They don't have TV. So you're getting the hardcore fan. You're really getting a hardcore pro wrestling fan. Is that? I, 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 I think G1 is proof of the fact that that's not your market. And I don't know why they continue to try shoehorn it again at $150 before those fucking ridiculous fees. So you're looking at what? $160, $170, a fucking ticket? A ticket for that. And there's two nights. It's a two-night event. Saturday and Sunday. A TV taping. Who else are we getting on this? I'm looking at the poster. Juice is on this poster, you know. Juice is on this poster. Are they are they wheeling out fucking Taguchi for this? Listen, a hundred... Yeah, and uh, Ishimori as well. Okay. And El Fantasma. Uh, okay. So I guess they might be doing some junior tag stuff. Okay, great. I, again, $150 for this? Come on. Do they do as much of a fan base for Ryusuke Taguchi in Fort Worth? <laughs> Not unless Mike Fager drives out or flies out. He probably is the big Taguchi fan. Uh, I'm sorry. I Listen, I do a fucking podcast for years on this product. There is no fucking way I'm paying 150 bucks for that. No fucking way I'm looking at this fucking poster are they out of their mind with this again Philly will go to anything Philly is just pro wrestling you put something in that in that 2300 arena I don't care if it's MLW uh, MLW moved their TV tapings to that building just because they're ravenous and there's a lot of people that they can pull from and they have a strong I, I don't know what they're thinking man I don't know what they're thinking on this. I don't know what it is with this obsession with with um, Texas. Here's the Garland Rodeos in town, August 13th and 14th show, if you're into that. the Gar- uh, R- Rodeo Garland. Guess what? Rodeo Garland. So, all right, without looking. So, New Japan Pro Wrestling, $150, $150 bucks to get your ass in the seat, decent seats, right? Take a guess at what the highest ticket price is for the roll or the Garland Rodeo on August thirteenth. Fifty bucks. Thirty-five bucks. <laughs> Thirty-five bucks. Okay, all right. It just it seems like the, the New Japan has not done their homework. You think? You, you think? Unbelievable! 
Uh, parking. Take a guess. You can you can advance parking. You can do advanced parking uh, to this event. Take a guess how much parking. Just parking. And again, New Japan has nothing to do with that. This is the building, mind you. But again, it's it's part of the cost that people have to to think about in a COVID ravaged state that probably uh, people have lost jobs and okay, all that. But okay, aside from okay, parking, ten bucks, twenty bucks. Double that. Okay. Double that. All right. Um, let expensive. Me, so, yeah. so if you want to go see the the Moto Extreme Circus, Joel, the Moto Extreme Circus, uh, again, it's a BMX and motorcycle freestylers, and do, they're doing all kinds of stunts on these big, big dirt hills. You got the nuclear stunt girls. You got you got all kinds of shit, like motorcycles jumping over fucking big things. It looks like a big, fun time. Take the kids. Give me the most – the uh, – uh, and here's the thing. There's only 96 tickets left for the, the Moto Extreme Circus. At Give me a price range. Give me, a, give, me a, give me what you're paying to go see the Moto Extreme Circus. Um, 40. 10 American dollars. <laughs> All right. So my point being is this. Uh, they may have priced themselves out of the Garland, Texas market. They may have uh, thought of their brand as a little bit more than what they actually are. And this is... Sorry, I don't really understand. Could you do one more example, please, just so the listeners can really get... Really get to sink your teeth into what's going on? All right. I'm joking. (laughs) Really? Do you think my my point was was, uh, interesting? No? You didn't think I made a valid point here? The dead horse is well and truly flogged. All right. Very good. All right. All right. Sorry about that, everyone. But uh, yes, you get my point. So, uh, Tanahashi versus Lance Archer. (laughs) (laughs) I I can see... uh, Okay. So, no, I can no longer see the... Well, Lance Archer winning, you get to still have the title featured on Dynamo. And you get to promote matches on Dynamo. Yes. Uh, but on the other hand, Tanahashi winning it and bringing it back to Japan uh, would give them one more why? singles title because there's there's no well really what what's, they, what's Tanahashi going to do? What's Tanahashi going to do with the, the fucking you know with that title? Are we, fi- are we filing this under don't care again. <laughs> Not that I don't care, um, but I, I mean I think I, my point is this: why would why would you put the title on Tanahashi to bring it back? Like for what? So they can do what with it? Because here's the thing. Even during G1, um, you could have that title defend, defended here in the States where, okay, and it is the U.S. title. I don't, th- I don't think Tanahashi wins this. Do you? Uh, again, I just think it might be a useful thing to have for, you know, the, the night one of this MetLife Dome show. They just seem to be struggling for stuff to headline B shows. It is a summer struggle. It is, it is a summer struggle. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> for all, for all of us. <laughs> uh, let me ask you a question from Jamie. Says, which yes. match are you most looking forward to, Lance versus Tanner or Jay versus Finley? Tanner Lance. Tanner Lance. Definitely. Uh, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Daniel Warren Johnson at Daniel Warren Art says, "I'm a little miffed that in order to see live English commentary for Resurgence, it will cost twenty bucks on Fight." What? I realize New Japan are hurting for money right now, but it feels cheap to me. Any time, out, time out! Time out! Time out! Time out! What are you saying? Are you telling me? Are you are you telling me 
that I got to pay money for this? I uh, apparently, if you want live English commentary, then it's only on Fight. I don't know if it might be delayed before it's put on World. I guess if you're watching a world, then you can get it live, but a Japanese commentary. Okay, I'll, I'll watch Japanese commentary. I'm, I'm watching it live. I mean, seriously, really? <laughs> Fight TV has to get involved with this? Ugh. I, and by the way, there's no way I'm paying a fucking dime to Fight TV after every... Anytime I got anything from Fight TV, it has been a cluster fuck. An absolute... Did they do Royal Quest and it was oh, shit. Oh, I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it. The only reason, the only reason I was sitting there watching, watching it buffer was because Dan was calling me because he was getting physically abused by. Uh, <laughs> by, by no, he was getting physically abused, but he was getting he was getting verbally abused by uh, and emotionally. Yes, uh, by uh, oh my god, what the fuck's the guy's name again? Why am I having a Michael Craven? Michael Craven. Why did I forget Michael Craven's name? Yeah. That was the fun- uh, okay. that would have been well, the funniest is- moment ever in our show, right? That whole that whole two days yeah, t- desperate taste messages from Dan saying Michael Craven's picking on me. <laughs> right? He's Dan. He edits. He's a drummer in a band, and he's like, "Who the fuck is this guy that I got to knock out?" Uh that would have been great to watch Dan beat the living piss out of him. <laughs> Holy shit! Imagine that. Imagine if it did get to that level. Oh, and Dan said it was it was it was close, right? He did say that. Oh, the Michael Cra- Do you miss the Michael Craven days? I miss the Michael Craven days. The Harold May days. Yeah. This wouldn't have happened under their stewardship, it Damon. Certainly wouldn't. They were on a tight ship. Uh all right, so I'm sorry. I, I know I'm all over the place today. Uh where where what are we doing? Who would who we talk about? Who want to talk about? Um, let's go talk about a big announcement here. We have stipulations for the Yano versus oh. Chase uh, <laughs> KVW match. It's going to be a Texas strap match or an I quit match. Um, we've had the Texas strap match before. It was no good. So um, please vote for the I quit match, which I quit. <laughs> I quit this fucking company. Uh, Yota Suji is going to be in RevPro doing his excursion there. there you go. Uh, Rob says, who's got the better excursion, Suji at RevPro or Uemra on Strong? Uh, this is my question. Oh, and uh, also adds, this is not a question, full support of Joel and his niche Big Show's dad, Big Boss Man reference from a few weeks ago. It was terrible angle at the time, but one I remembered, so you've got a few last from me. So, ha, oh. there we go. It worked on someone. Yeah, um, good job. Who, who's got the better excursion there, do you think? Um, uh, listen, I'd rather be in London just because of the city and all that it offers. Um, but from a pro wrestling perspective, I would think strong, at least you have some TV. I mean, for, I mean, I put that in air quotes TV and, and you do have more opportunity for showing up on other places with all the doors that are open. Um, and again, that's not to say that any of those two can't flip flop between, you know, it's not like they're locked in to whoever they are. But I think, I guess, if I had my choice, I would rather do strong for my career and then London just to experience all that London offers. I'm worried that Yota Suji might get lost on the underground and end up at NXT UK by mistake. <laughs> That, among all the, yeah. the scary bearded sex offenders there. Trust well, well trust me, Joel. They'll they'll be uh you know, they'll tell them everything's great and everything's fine, but then, you know, a year later they'll be like, I was in prison. 
I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's talk about it. What, what do you make of particularly the Fuck two guys? All of them. Who, That's who what I think of it. Fuck them all. I can't. I, I fucking can't stand it. Like you did. Like you didn't know this. That company was was like just collecting talent, and you thought that you were going to headline WrestleMania or some shit. I don't. I the two guys, the two strong guys, uh, Russ Taylor and Alex Zane. And imagine, oh. like, how, they were there such a short length of time. I just imagine Vince walking into the performance center, saying, "Who the fuck are these right. guys? Get them out. Right. Get rid of them. Gone. 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 Gone." Yeah. I but mean, we've just debuted him in a new faction. Don't care. Get him out of it. Right. But again, it's not like it's not like you didn't know. It's not like you didn't know. And then again, it's all these guys that have been buried for fucking two years, not getting getting zero TV time. And it's like you knew this. You knew this was your life. You like knew. Crush. Yeah. It's like. And now you're reinvented, and now the shackles are are off, and and then and then, and they're tagging all these companies in their tweets, like like not for nothing. You couldn't wait to leave any of these places, but now that you that you really know your value, you, you're scrambling around trying to find fucking someone to put put you on their shitty shows. Nah, fuck it. Uh, that that really drives me nuts. Like like. Your own your responsibility is to yourself, to a large degree. If you're a pro wrestler, I, th- I believe you know you're an independent contractor. You're you 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 have a short career. The majority of of them, short career, make as much money as you can. I'll never doubt. You know, get grab the bag, as they say. But the idea that that. Like you knew, <laughs> like you knew this was more than likely. I guess I don't know. Are, are they just thinking, oh, "I'm just gonna take a chance"? I gotta. You know, I don't. But it's just, it just it really rubs me the wrong way. And then again, they come scrambling back to all these companies, and the companies are going to use them. This is this big cycle of. It really drives me nuts. It does drive me nuts. Like you, it's not like everyone. Like okay, we're the jokes that do a podcast. Every, there's not a podcast out there. I don't care what, what they, if they were doing New Japan, if they're doing AEW, if they're doing a, a whole mix mash of of fucking pro wrestling. There's not one that was like, yeah, that's a good, that, you know, you, you know what I mean. It's everyone knew this, and all these guys that are there, it's just like, like, I don't know. I just, I don't, you know it, you know it from the jump. And there's a handful of guys that made a lot of money, or let's put it this way, made more money than they ever would have on the Indies. You know what? I'm going to take that back. Is that true? Do you think that's true? I think a lot of these guys could make a decent amount of money on the Indies without going to WWE. I don't know, man. It's fine. I just find it amazing how it's just, it's just, you know, you you didn't say a peep while you were fucking floating around in 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 obscurity, and then all of a sudden, oh, the the lion has been unleashed, has it? No, it hasn't. No one cares. Thanks.
Speaking of no one caring, uh, let's dip into the Super Junior Tag League, which, which actually, in, to be fair, I've actually quite enjoyed. Yeah, it's it's exceeded my expectations. It's after the first night, I was like, you know, this is this is no more than the sum of its parts. But the, the second and third night, I was actually, you know what, these these matches are pretty good. So let's just quickly check in on the teams. Uh, Rapongi 3K start with them zero points. They are 0 and three. They lost to uh, Eagles and Tiger Mars. They lost to Taguchi and Watto. They lost to. Uh, Ishimori and Phantasmo. So Yo has been eating all the pins and backstage comments. Yo's been saying he doesn't feel the fire anymore. He feels empty, something different. You can't you can't change the future. And I mean, to be fair, their matches have all been good. I, I really enjoyed the Taguchi Watto match on Monday, but up until now, there's been no reason to care about them because their trajectory has been so predictable. You know, we said, oh, you know, they might lose the, the first few, but then they'll come back and win it. But they they're eliminated already. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm putting them in that main event spot with both teams at zero and two fighting for their lives, and then actually having the guts to to have Rapongi 3K lose and get eliminated is exactly what the doctor ordered. So. I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, hey, guys, it's me, JM, says, is it time to give the Junior Tag League some respect for switching up New Japan booking philosophy with leagues? Uh, when the Rapongi 3K thing started, I was sure they'd just lose their first couple and go and win the thing, but they're already out. It feels better than going with the obvious. And Luke says, how does this Rapongi 3K thing end? Well, it has to end with something. Right? They can't just have them lose, right? And then that'd be that. Like There has to be an end of... of- this story, and I think everybody's pointing a finger at you know somebody breaking up. And when you when you listen to those interviews with Yo, it that does seem like he's the guy that's needs the fire lit and all that stuff. So okay, let's 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 do that. Let's do it. Um, in a in a in a little bit of a way though, I feel like they've they've ran this a little late. But okay, at least we're at least we're finally here. Uh, you know, um, is gutsy. Uh, I mean, it's gutsy in the sense that you're you're talking about a, a a team that, with all the other teams that are in this tournament, yeah, everybody's like, okay, well, so it's Rapongi 3K again, and they, you know, decided to to go this route. Gutsy. Again, we're not talking about you know a super you know, important cog in the wheel here. That's gutsy. Um, and I think they probably should have done this about 18 months ago. Exactly. Right. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if I would use the term gutsy. Uh, it's 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 a new coat of paint on a team that desperately needs it. Um, but again, it's not like we're talking about Shingo winning the title, right? Uh, okay, then so we also have the team of Ghetto and Dick Togo, also on zero points. They've lost all three of their matches. Yeah. Uh, they worked a nearly an entire match based around back breaks. I, I have to admit, I do enjoy the heel versus heel shenanigans matches. So I thought their one with uh, the other Bullet Club boys, Ishimori Phantasma, was, was quite a laugh. Uh, I liked it in spite of myself. And I've actually, I actually, these they've, they've been all right, Damon. Yeah. They, they're not bad. I'm not watching. Dick Togo can still go. I mean, the, the, the thing is, right, when he is in the ring, when Dick Togo's in the ring resting, then he can't he can't do a run in. <laughs> so, you know, he can't he can't appear at ringside and then and choke the other guy with a garrote when That's he's resting in the ring. So, you just meme, you you're like that meme, you know, where the guy's like, "You can't fucking do this if you do," you know. <laughs> uh, right. uh, so yeah, they, they've been okay. And any uh, hot takes on Ghetto and Togo? Can I ask you this? I did not see this match. Let it be known, but. It's my understanding that there was a Bullet Club interfaction tag team match, correct? 
Yes. Okay. Can and I'm sure if you shut your eyes, you can yeah, imagine. Yeah, I am. Exactly I am. I'm, I'm doing it right now. I, <laughs> let me guess. Was there a spot in the beginning where they agree that somebody's going to lose? And then after somebody agrees that they're going to lose, like they're going to like just like lie down on the mat, they kick out. And then everybody goes, oh, what the fuck? Did that happen? Spot on, mate. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> How many fucking times can you see the exact same thing every fucking year? I, I, Joe, I'm telling you, I saw that same exact thing. With, it was Fale and AJ. Fale and AJ at Cork and Hall live during G1. Now, take that time. What was that? 2015, maybe? To 2021. And it's the same thing. I again, no need to watch the match. I've seen it a thousand times. Uh, I and again, I understand that there are new people to the product all the time, and I understand uh, a shred of creativity would be great. A, sh- a shred of creativity. See, this is why that Tai Chi against uh, Takamichi Oku match was so brilliant because they they actually did something interesting with the yeah. intrafaction yeah tournament match. Yeah, yeah, it was um, at the time you're watching it, you can't believe what you're seeing, but then you're all in on it. You know what I mean? You're just like, all right, fuck it. Don't touch. <laughs> Do it. Uh, let's have a look at the Flying Tigers, so the Robbie Eagles Tiger Mask team. Six points, uh, three and oh. I think they've done a really good job in making Robbie look like the elite wrestler in the junior division. Mm-hmm. And Tiger Mask, to be fair, he's certainly working harder than I've seen him work for years. He's lifting his own performances to match Robbie which you know speaks to how much he respects Robbie Eagles and he, he can, Tiger Mask he can absolutely still go he's he's able to pull off everything without missing a beat right. because I, I did have some concerns about that uh, coming back from his diverticulitis but let's be clear here Robbie is the star of the show he's a star of the division rightly so he's so dynamic so fun to watch uh, you know these matches these wins it's like it's 80% Robbie Eagles he, he's more or less winning them single-handedly uh, which is the right call I mean you get the sense from Robbie that he's wrestling with confidence and pride yeah. as the junior champion rather than just being a participant in a tag league so I think they are using this tag league as a, a very strong vehicle to to get Robbie Eagles over yeah I mean if if, if anything it's it's been that um and it's which is good I mean he's your champion let's make him as strong as possible in a uh, in a total kayfabe point of view you're Robbie Eagles you're the new IWGP tag team champion. They come to you and they say, Robbie, uh, listen, we have the uh, World Junior Tag Tournament every year you're familiar with. Um, we would love you to participate. You, you you have your choice of the entire roster, junior heavyweights, to uh, have as your partner. Who 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 would you like to have? Because, you know, you and, a, and another partner could definitely win. Uh, I picked Tiger Mask. What? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Tiger Mask. I'm sorry. You want to win this thing, right? No, not necessarily. <laughs> I'm, gonna pick, I'm going to pick Tiger. I just want to make myself look good in comparison. <laughs> right, right. But lo and behold. Watto is right there, Robbie. So. <laughs> right, right. And Taguchi, too. Like Taguchi. You pick anybody. Uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take Watto. Um, but again, they're, they're uh, doing well standing-wise. Again, Robbie uh, carrying the load. But uh, yeah, I always I always find that hilarious. Like and even in the World Tag League, like Tanahashi, you're getting ready to headline the dome. Uh, we'd like you to be in the World Tag League. Who do you pick? Uh, I pick David Finley. <laughs> what? He's, 
Young lion. Why would you do that? Silly goose. All right. Uh, so we talked about resurgence. We talked about uh, Jay White and David Finley. We talked about Junior Tag. We talked about... Uh, we, talk, we talked about half of the junior tag league, don't we? Oh, we got more. Team. oh Jesus. All right. Yeah, okay, well, right, well I'll, I'll just go through it quickly then. Uh, Taguchi and Watto, uh, they're on two points. I think they struggle with the chemistry at first. Look, look Damon, I've gone through the trouble of watching these, and I've I've made notes, so I'm going to fucking get through no, them. Make your notes. Go, go. So uh, Taguchi and Watto, yeah, I, I think the chemistry wasn't great at first, but they are working on that. I think they've improved that. Just little things like Watto doing his hand pose but also adding in the Taguchi-style hip gyrations with a big cheesy grin on his face. Uh, Watto, he's he's such a dork. Uh-huh. But I think he's a lovable dork. A dork, nonetheless, is, is Vicky Guerrero haircut. Uh, in ring, <laughs> I think he's he's improved a lot. I think he was really good in the Rapongi 3K match. He did a no-hands plancher, which I thought was awesome. And he's not botching stuff all the time uh, like he used to. Taguchi, I think, is always quality. He's, he's holding it all together in this team. You know, you get a bit of grappling from him, a bit of submission work, a bit of comedy. And so they are a surprisingly good team. I've enjoyed them. Uh, we've got Despi and Kanemaru on four points. They are fine. They're a good tag team. Despi's great. I always forget how good Kanemaru is. Uh, he had a great sequence uh, with Robbie Eagles. They were working each other's knees on Monday. Mm. Uh, that was really good stuff. And But there's just nothing new to say about this team. They're very, very good. But, you know, we've, we've seen exactly what they could do. They're unlikely to give you a match of the year candidate. But... Always enjoyable and, dare I say, probably the favourites to win this tournament. And then we got the champions, Ishimori and El Fantasmo, on six points, three and zero. Probably the the best tag team in the league. They don't feel completely played out like the Suzuki Gun and Rapongi Three K. They look like they're having fun out there. They, I think, they've got the best synergy, the best chemistry, nice dynamic moveset. And and I think El Fantasmo is just infinitely more enjoyable to me as a tag wrestler when uh, he can he can do his goofy shtick, which I think is appropriate for a mid card tag act rather than the top of the junior singles division and then he can tag out to Ishimori and we, we get a bit of serious wrestling and it, it, to be honest the Phantasmo goofiness it kind of works for me on these shows it, it sort of cuts through the dryness of the clap crowds um, El Phantasmo for his part he says he wants to wrestle the heavyweight tag champions if they win the tournament uh, so the, the tournament's going to we've got a few shows left but the final match is going to be Tuesday 17th the main event is El Fantasma and Ishimori against Kanemaru and Desperado. So I'm assuming Kanemaru and Desperado will win that and win the tournament. So that is our check-in with the uh, Super Junior Tag League. I feel like this audio could be cut, pasted in 2019. <laughs> I mean, everything is just not... Why, why are we even having it? Yeah, I mean, it's nothing groundbreaking but i it, the, the kindest thing i can say is i haven't regretted watching it sometimes i'll watch a show and be like oh well, that was a complete waste of my time but i think all the people in this tag league are working hard and the matches are enjoyable um they're not going too long and I, i'm having a good time all watching right. it. i mean if something you stick on in the background if you've got nothing else to do uh, you'll have a good time okay scale of one to ten your enjoyment uh i give it a, a solid Six and a half. Really? That high, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. I can can honestly say I I would not go above a five. And I might be grouchy today. And I don't know why, but I can't go above a five. It just feels the same. I mean, again, there's so much. It is. It is the same. same. There's nothing. Nothing. All right. Next. Um, 
All right, uh, we had a show yesterday at the Yokohama Budokan. Uh, two matches I want to just touch base on. The fourth match was Shingo Takagi defeating Yujiro Takahashi. 15 minutes, six seconds, winning via disqualification. <laughs> this is your your late summer. Uh, hey, remember Yujiro Takahashi as a singles wrestler match. It, it was mostly fine. Like, if Yujiro is in the G1 again, I'm not going to be doing cartwheels, but he's perfectly passable to make up the numbers. He's, you know, eat eight pins and, and be the second match each night. Can you- That's okay. Uh, and of course, we ended with the evil and Dick Togo running to add some heat, Damon, heat for the upcoming title match. Because now we, the viewer, are, are, are champing at the bit to see Shingo get his revenge on the dust. Of- <laughs> <laughs> you right? Joe, you got to cheat. You're, you're just, live on the just air. Fell asleep there. Uh, the main event was the never openweight six man tag team championship match. The ninth defense for Ishii, Yoshihashi, and Goto against Bushi, Sanada, and Naito. So it was Ishii pinning Bushi. After 36 minutes and 56 <laughs> seconds with a vertical control frame, like, so, I, I mean, this is not a complaint. It, it is remarkable how consistently these never six man matches hit that 35 minute mark these days. Like, I mean, part of it's the circumstances because there's no icy title. The US and never titles are abroad, yeah, their own so, fault. That's okay. their own fault. Okay, go, but yeah. go ahead. Well, but I mean, I guess they feel they need these never six man titles to main event shows that they feel you know they're, they're a step up from the box land of road to. Um, I applaud them defending these titles with more frequency. That's exactly what we wanted, isn't it? So uh, they're fighting champions, and, and I like that. Um, the match, I, I really liked. I always like these matches. We got more good Ishii selling. He did very good squashed selling face when he was in Naito's shoulder lock thingy. Uh, Ishii and Bushi, they, they'd done uh, a lot of the heavy lifting in the build for this match. They were going at each other in the preceding shows. A lot of the backstage stuff, they were uh, throwing jabs at each other. Uh, um, I'm sure Bushi was happy to actually have something to get his teeth into, given that he's missing out on junior tag league this year. Um, the sequences with Naito and Sanada against Yoshihashi and Goto were very good. Uh, they made me excited for their three-way title match coming up at the, the Seibu Dome. And, and in particular, I think Naito and Yoshihashi work really well together in this match. I know they've wrestled a lot in the past, but this is it's a, it's a different Yoshihashi. This is this is Neo Yoshihashi, so it, it's better. Uh, they work like a mini G1 match in the middle of this contest. It was great. Uh, and they also had Sanada against Ishii for an extended stretch, which was a smart move. You know, I've spoken at length on this podcast about how Sanada is much better against a more uh, uh, aggressive opponent. And, and that was true again here. And given the build, it, it was not a surprise that the match came down to Bushi and Ishii. It might seem a bit of a mismatch, but I think there had some really good near falls here. There was a, a Sanada dropkick assisted crucifix pin near fall. That was really good. Uh, Goto made the save uh, after Bushi landed the MX on Ishii. And then Bushi, he ate a lot of big moves here. All of Goto Yoshihashi's team moves, including the GYW, which was a move that finished off Suzuki when Suzuki Gun challenged last week, but Bushi kicked out of it. So uh, Bushi, he basically had to eat everyone's finishes to be put away. They, they went out of their way to make him look strong. Uh, I'm not really sure why, but there you go. Another really good six-man uh, title match. The, the Chaos Boys, they're going to hold the belts forever. I know. I'm, I'm here for it. I, that's what I, that's what I, like, at the end of this, like, I was kind of like, wow, they're, it feels like they've mowed through just about anybody that has been in their way, and now, now what? Right? It's like who's going? Who's go, who? What would be a sexy challenge for this team? Number one, and number two, are we just holding on to these titles because there's really no one that is sexy enough to beat this team right now? Right? I mean, I, I like the idea of a United Empire team like Cobb, Hinare, Okan, but. You know, how long are you going to get Cobb and Hanare in Japan for an extended period of time to defend these with the frequency they want them defended? Right. Right. 
I mean, so, I mean, it makes perfect sense for them to hold on to these titles because they, they don't really have a ton of options. They've mowed through just about all all these options, and it feels like we're going to wait until we have a halfway decent team. Like, they're not going to lose this these belts, I don't think, to like a fucking, you know, Dick Chogo, Ghetto, Takahashi team, right? That would be pretty anticlimactic, right? Um, so you figure it's got to be somebody decent that they're going to lose to. But, like, we're just kind of – I mean, listen, they're, they're, they're probably one of the more exciting things going on in the main roster, those never six-man titles. But, okay, where, where, where do we what, – what do we have in our, in our back pocket here? What are we waiting for? Because, again, we're kind of mowing through all these teams from the dads and – Los Ingobernables, and and you might be right. We might be waiting for United Empire, but um, yeah, COVID really fucked everything up, right? Hmm. Stinks. Uh, last thing I want to talk about is Strong. So this is Road to Summer Struggle USA. We open with uh, Alexander James making his debut, beating Kevin Knight in eight minutes, three seconds with a short powerbomb. Uh, he looks like a nice addition to the, the Strong roster. He's got that more sort of technical European style. Nice iron work, nice range of submissions. So uh, hoping to see more of him. Second match was Fred Ross and Rocky defeating Alex Coughlin and Renderita. So Rocky got the, the uh, submission on Alex Coughlin with the Diablo armbar. Uh, this was really good. Fantastic showcase for Coughlin and his power style. So if you if you want a little taste of Alex Coughlin before resurgence, I would recommend checking out this match. And I thought Fred Russell was really good here as well. I liked him being a bit of a dick, you know, sort of sarcastically applauding Ren Narita at the end and, and pissing him off and setting seeds for, you know, maybe they're going to have a match down the line and I expect them to go at each other at resurgence on Saturday. Uh, and the third match was Danny Limelight and Jao Kratos defeating West Coast Wrecking Crew, Royce Isaacs and Jarrell Nelson. So Limelight pinned Nelson uh, after 30 minutes, 90 seconds of the symbiote DDT. I thought this was an excellent match. Uh, the, these two tag team matches on this episode of Strong were better than anything in the Turbulence Tournament. The, the, to me, this is Strong at its best when you've got these, like I said before, the hungry wrestlers, they got a point to prove rather than the, the bigger names who are sort of coming over and speaking wheels i thought both teams worked incredibly hard here pacing was great really good psychology some quality high spots i i really like this this a lot I, and i enjoyed the post-match angle so filthy tom came out and said hey i like what i saw join us to uh isaacs and nelson and and they did so royce isaacs Jarrell nelson joining uh team filthy and they're going to be uh in in their team their five-man team for, for the 10-man tag match i'm excited to see more of them i really like the west coast wrecking crew uh, overall, great episode of Strong. Big fan of these tag matches. Me too. And I, and I like the fact that a lot of these guys, and just like you said, the hungrier guys, I, I prefer to. Um, I would say that the the tag tournament that we just saw might have been, I don't want to say it was a low point for me when it came to Strong, but it really didn't connect with me as much as these individual shows have. Um, I don't know. I mean, again, that might be, I don't want to say that's a little foreshadowing of what we might expect in the, in the future. Uh, I hope not, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm right on board with you in the sense that these, these shows with this type of talent is, I get a little bit more excited than, than maybe I'll put in air quotes, the stars that they might bring in. Yeah, it's the sweet spot for me. And like when you get the bigger names coming in, who kind of the the way they wrestle on strong, kind of show, makes them 
shows that they feel that they're above strong like they're they're too big for it they're too feels good like to that, it? strong yeah i get that feeling yeah i kind of feel that way too sometimes yep i agree yep all right well um let's oh, just looking we've got a question from antonio here oh we gotta do it come on <laughs> okay it's a big one this is three tweets oh my god so i'm gonna go to do antonio's question so. all right all right i'm gonna read it uh word for word here okay also, here's have two questions. First, which Thoguths on the whole evil Bullet Club push and why it failed, in opinion, was because how's he was booked because he has the same gimmick as Jay White with only difference. He relies more on ref bums and DD, DT interference. What's your Thoguths? Second, which speaking of turbulence and stuff, which is Thoguths on the whole turbulence that's currently happening with NJPW, ROH, CMLL, and NXT, but especially NJPW and NXT, and the whole what? turbulence with Barcelona, uh? Celtic, Arsenal, and Benfica, Wait, what? which which one of those properties slash teams will turn around, and which is that uh, propriety that will not turn around Thoguths, and there are my two questions, plus Messi sign with PSG. So, uh, Damon, you can answer that one. <laughs> I don't know where to start. Um, I did see that. Uh, the signing of is. Can I ask you a question about Messi? And that's how you pronounce his name, Messi, like M E. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is he a fraud? In what sense? Why did you say that? All right, let me say. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the dude hasn't really won much of anything, right? I mean, he's he's he he's a uh, talent, and he is uh, you know you put the fucking ball on the back of the net, but. Like the teams that he's on, they they don't win championships, do they? He's won like an obscene amount really? of trophies. Uh, maybe I think of somebody yeah. different though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay. All right. So he's won a lot of championships. He's got a lot of rings. A lot of trophies. Yes, oh. yeah, that's right. It, it, with Argentina, he hasn't won that many, but they won the Copper America, oh. which was a, a big feather in his Maybe cap, that's so. what I'm thinking of. The international. Uh, he's won 34 trophies in 17 seasons with Barcelona. Wow, that's a lot. 600, 672 goals in 778 games. That Barcelona's much. leading goal scorer of all time. <laughs> Barcelona's leading appearance maker. All right. Well, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Um. So, so you, so what you're trying to tell me? He's good. He's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, he's, good. he's all right. Yeah, all right. Okay. I'm not really up on my uh, my football. Um. All right, so he signed with Paris. Is it? Is that? Am I? Am I did I see it? Did he fuck over? Yes. Did, did he, he? He he left, and then two days later he signs. Right. So he didn't retire. He just said, "I'm not playing for." No, this no. Game. It was yeah. It was never a question of retirement. It was because Barcelona, uh, their finances are fucked, right. and they they literally couldn't afford to keep him. All right. Why don't you do a little discount? Do a little. He, uh, he could he could have played for free, and it's still. They still wouldn't have, that that would have been illegal. Basically, right. they needed to get rid of him to in order for them to. It was a Gretzky situation. Okay. Gretzky. okay, all right, um, all right. Well, good for Paris. I'm sure they're excited to get an average football player, a fraud, <laughs> <laughs> in their ranks. All right, listen. Um, what other questions, boy? Um, I'm eating a, a vitamin. Um. Evil and Jay White, the same gimmick? No, I wouldn't say that, right? I mean, they both had some outside interference, right? And that was more to get, you know, Jay over as this dastardly fucking heel. 
Um, I mean, look, nobody – I can't say nobody, but I don't think the majority of the people that listen to this show are big fans of the outside interference. It kind of gets, again, used sparingly. Uh, everything, it has its place in pro wrestling, but it did get to the point where it was an easy hand wave and an eye roll, Antonio. Uh, what else is on the docket there, Joel? Um, I don't, uh, you, what, what else? I've already deleted the question. From uh, the memory, right. so. I mean, there was so many well, questions. I could, I could just control Z to make it come back, but I'm not going to. Uh, I'll do that. Uh, but I think Antonio has a... Has a um, Barcelona. What about Barcelona? What, what did he say about Barcelona? Oh, who cares? Uh, it was something he listed a lot of teams. Uh, there was uh, Barcelona, Celtic, Arsenal, and Benfica. Yeah, what's going, on with, what's going on with Benfica? What's Celtic? I don't know. What's, oh, I, didn't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I listened to it on a, the Guardian Football Weekly podcast this morning, and then immediately uh, that information left my brain. Uh, hmm. Arsenal, uh, we, we are looking... Pretty shit. Yeah. Uh, and I'm scared. All right. This is going to be another fucking bomb. We finished eighth last season. Yeah. And I don't think we've strengthened. No. Is there a chance you get relegated? No, I don't think uh, we're that bad. But... That would be so awesome. <laughs> that would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> I'd enjoy that. Just with the fucking meltdowns oh on Arsenal God. fan TV. Yeah. I got to watch get that. Get enough, Robbie. <laughs> do, it, do it again. I stepped on it. Yeah, please. <laughs> I'm tired, Robbie. <laughs> you, you should be on that show. Why don't they call you? Say so we got Joel from the Super J cast. They fucking should, mate. They should. I mean, you being on that, you'd be fucking fire. You know what I want to be? I want to be on the Duran Duran podcast. There's a couple of them that I listen to, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm more famous than any of these people, right? I mean, I got people w- wanting to fucking fly me into California for crying out loud. I don't know, none of these dopes talking about I And I know my Duran. Nobody knows more Duran Duran. And how about that fucking Adam Brooks? That's what I'm talking about, right? Is it Adam Brooks? Chris Brooks. Chris Brooks. Who's Adam Brooks? I think he's a wrestler as well. Okay. Some Brooks. Somebody Brooks. Fucking tweeting out that Duran Duran uh, bootleg. It's kind of – it's because that's not an official Japanese release, by the way. And he was, he was tweeting out, thinking he's cool. Oh, yeah. Someone asked a question. A vase collector says, what does Music Damon make of the new Duran Duran song featuring Japanese pop group Chai? Yes. And that is my question. It's good. That well, I loved it. That, that is my question. It's now a thing. Uh, here's my answer. Uh, I love it. I love it. Sounds sounds good. You know, uh, Graham Coxon from Blur it plays guitar on this new album. So uh, Simon Simon looks old, though. I will say that. Simon, he's, he's 60-something years old now, Joel. Uh, Simon looks looks every day of it at this point. But that being said, sounds good. I, I was happy with now Duran Duran can sometimes they could put out stuff that's just like oh Christ, this is not hitting the mark at all, and that's very disappointing. But these past two songs, I'm definitely into. Definitely into. I've, I bought a Duran Duran poster from my youth, from my my childhood, uh, and it's hanging in my office right now. I'm looking at it right now, it was the same poster that was in my room as a child, and now I'm looking at it. A full circle, full circle, Joel, full circle of life with Duran Duran. All right, let's play some. Uh, oh, oh, I think I just popped my back. Do you like chiro? I want to get a chiropractor. <laughs> uh, Any chiropractors listening, get in touch. Yeah, I want to get my neck cracked. Have you ever had your neck cracked? Uh, I 
maybe i mean as a routine part of a thai massage there's a lot of cracking involved mm. only time i ever had my neck cracked was from buddy landell and we know how that turned out right joel <laughs> you remember come on you remember great that story callback. great callback that, <laughs> good. you remember that story yeah that's a I, does everybody know i'm not telling that did i tell that story on the air tell it again oh boy all right well all right, I'll tell it again. Or should we save that for next week? Yeah, save it for next week. Because yeah, we'll tease it. We'll tease it. I'm gonna put it in my notes. Buddy Landell. The Buddy Landell story. Where he gave me a massage and it turned into something more. <laughs> there we go. Here it is. On that bombshell. Uh redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast if you want to throw some money for Damon to uh, go to wrestling shows or see a chiropractor. <laughs> a Discord link is in the show notes uh, at Cobra Kawaii and prowrestlingtees.com forward slash super jcast for our t shirts. Big thank you to editor Dan. Find him on Twitter at lousyhero219. Subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling podcast network for other great shows. Give us a five snake review and uh, kind words on iTunes. Help us move up the rankings. Follow us on Twitter at the super jcast. Thank you everyone for listening and goodbye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.